tucked in. Because you were now in bed with Dr. Sooners. Why, yes, you are. Welcome, welcome. As the gorgeous Mr. C.R. Bundy just said, you are listening to In Bed with Dr. Sue, and I'm your host, Sue Storm. Today is a very special day. For those of you who aren't aware, this is International Whores Day, or International Sex Worker Day, whichever way you want to acknowledge it. June 2nd has been International Whores Day since 1975. I'm going to give you a bit of background, because a lot of people don't even know that this existed. Um, what happened was, in 1975, hundreds of sex workers occupied the Church of Saint-Nizier in Lyon, France, to draw attention to their poor working conditions. Um, so starting in 1976, it became an international day of celebration of sex workers worldwide. Now, the backstory on the occupation of Saint-Nizier was due to French police. This is all of this. Think of it. Okay, this is really good, you guys. Listen to this. History is repeating itself. Okay, so what happened was the French police were putting sex workers under increasing pressure, forcing them to work in secrecy. Hmm, sounds a little familiar. And thus the protection of sex workers decreased, which led to more violence against them. Hmm, seeing a pattern. After two murders and the unwillingness of the government to improve the situation, the workers took over the church and demanded decent working conditions and an end to the stigma. So after eight days, well done, ladies, by the way, after eight days they were removed by police, but that was the start of sex workers' rights. We owe these amazing French women a lot, but we are now all going through the same thing. Hello? They are trying to marginalize us further making the conditions unsafe. History is repeating itself, which is what makes this day even more important this year. I was approached by the lovely Robin Wildhart asking if I could create a show to allow folks in, the, in our industry the chance to tell the world that we are not being forced, and in fact, we love what we do. That and because many of you weren't going to get the chance to march in the rallies that were going on in many of the major cities around the world today, I wanted to allow everyone to call in and tell their story. Tell the world why you love sex work or why you support sex workers. The number to call is 657-383-0031 and press 1 to be put in the queue. There will be no commercials tonight, no announcements. This is your show, your voice. As long as the calls continue to come in, I will keep this show going. So we've got it for as long as the calls come in or two hours, whichever comes up first. I'm going to get the ball rolling with my own super brief story because God knows you don't want to hear the whole thing. Um, I've been in sex work for decades. We're talking the 80s, early 80s. Um, I started as a professional dominatrix. I have been a sex shop owner. I have done online domination. And now I've kind of segued into counseling and education. I love what I do and could never think of doing anything but. I really couldn't. Of course, there are days when you just can't deal and don't want to do your job, but those days are few and far between and happen in every job. I have freedom with this work, but then I'm lucky in that I have nothing to hide. I don't have to protect my identity like many of you do. My immediate family has always been supportive from day one of any of my ventures. Extended isn't impressed, but I don't talk to them, so I don't care. And yes, my daughter Ashley Jill is a dominatrix fetish model and now racist, racism activist, and I'm damn proud of her. So, yeah. 
when there's sex workers in the family and we don't care. Um, I think what's most important for anyone, and, and please think about this, when you listen in now or later to this show, is that not all of us are being forced to do this work, guys. Most of us are here happily and voluntarily. Sure, there's a section of our industry, industry that's fought, fraught with those who are in it to make ends meet and to put food on the table and a roof over their heads, who maybe aren't too thrilled about it, who maybe would rather choose something else, and even fewer who are literally trafficked. This is why legislation and decriminalization must be pushed forward for the safety of everyone. Anyways, I'm off my soapbox, so let's get this show on the road. I'm not going to go in any order. It's first come, first served. And like I said, as long as the phone is ringing, we'll keep going. The number to call again, 657-383-0031. Press 1 to enter the queue and have your say. Whether you're a sex worker or a supporter of sex workers, give us a call. Um, All I'm going to do is ask for your first name, and which you can make up, of course, and where you're from. I have a note here, though. We're going to start the ball rolling. Actually, I started the second start of the ball rolling. I had a note. I got um, an email from the lovely Miss Minx. Um, You may know her as Obey Minx on Twitter. And she wrote and said, I love being a dom because it allows me to connect with a supportive and understanding community of people. The power exchange fulfills me in so many ways. I find exhibiting control to be relaxing as well as energizing. I feel like my life has been enriched tremendously since I entered this lifestyle. Doesn't sound like someone who's being forced to me, but then, you know. Anyways, thanks, Minx. We appreciate the fact that you wrote in. And we're going to get going with our calls right now. Let's go with our first caller. Hello, you're on the air. Who am I speaking with? Hello? Hello? I think that's Kai. I'm going to put Kai on hold and we'll come back to her in one second. Do-do-do-do. Can you me hear mom. me now, Sue? Dead air pays no beards. Hello! Do you hear Dead me now? No I can hear you. Who am I speaking with? Who is this now? Because now I'm out of order. Sorry, who is it? Sue, it's Robin. Hi, Robin! <laughs> Hi, Sue. <laughs> I'm so glad you called. <laughs> I'm so glad you're doing this. Thank you. You're very, very welcome. So tell us all about how long you've been in the biz. You, like me, have been around since God was a baby. <laughs> so tell everybody your story. <laughs> um, actually, uh, in the late 90s, I got a job in a phone sex call center in New York. Back ah. before Internet, before people knew what BDSM was, before people knew what mistresses were, and it it, it was a lot of fun back then. Uh, not yeah. that it's not fun now, but the face of it has changed. Um, well, in I, what way? Well, I don't want to say anything I'm going to be sorry for, but it seems to me that with the amount of information that's available out there, people don't really avail themselves of it. No, they don't. 
That's very true. It's too hard. <laughs> I I get phone calls like, dominate me. Uh, okay. <laughs> I always tell guys when they say that, that's the equivalent of walking into a candy store and saying, I want candy. You might yeah. want to narrow it down just a tick. <laughs> There's a lot to pick from with domination. You don't just want to go dominate me. It could end up so going down a road you don't want to go. And from this side, you don't want to take a risk and scare the poor guy. Mm-hmm. So you tend to tread gently, and then you hear, is that all you got? So you kind of, help me, please. Tell me what you want, and I'm happy to accommodate. Um, back, Back on track, for a long time I was working in the call center, and I was also doing social work nine to five. And I got, I, I became a mom. And I took the as we all do at some point, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I chose, oh, that I mom chose thing. which job to keep. I chose which job to keep, and I kept mm-hmm. the overnight job so that family, <clears throat> excuse me, family could watch this the boy during the day, and uh, you know, uh, uh, during the night right. rather, while I was working, and I was there during the day, so that worked. Then. Right along the time when my son was in kindergarten and I had to make another decision whether I was going to actually keep working outside or not, Night Flirt came along. Okay. And that was, two, that was 2008. So since 2008, Night Flirt has been my main source of income. I am so grateful that all I need is a laptop and a phone and I've got work. There you go. That, well done. That, and, you know, it, but I make it so practical, though. That's just a very bare skeleton of why I'm grateful. I have to say, it, you know, it, it feels really good to be the trusted confidant of people. Who, the, the, you're, you know you're the person who brings that smile there. That's pretty damn yeah. cool. Well, it's, it's no, we are, you know, we are companions. We are therapists. We are everything you can imagine, and it doesn't matter what genre in the sex industry that you're in, you will all be doing this. You are always, you know, the shoulder to lean on, all of that. We do all of that. We do everything that people don't think we do. It's not just lying down, having sex with somebody, and it's over. That's not what this is. You know what the number one thing is that I really want to dispel is that we are not forced into this, and we are very against anybody who is. Anybody who forces anybody to... We don't want anybody to get raped. We don't want anybody to do anything against their will. People need to understand we are doing this of our own choice, and if we we are totally against anybody who makes anybody do otherwise. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I've seen a few things within the BDSM community recently where some people have been discussing slavery and what have you, and that's getting lumped in with trafficking. Please, guys, understand that any slavery we discuss within the BDSM community has nothing to do with sex trafficking. If it does, trust us, if we find out, we shut it down. It doesn't work that way in our world. The the slavery we have is quite voluntary. Well, so let's not go hurt. down that road it and hurt. start lumping us into ridiculousness. 
it hurts to be associated with anybody who would do any harm. We are mm-hmm. good people. We want the best for people. We want people to feel good. We don't want to hurt anybody. Exactly. And it's insulting. It's kind of, it's really it it's not not only is it insulting to be associated with traffickers, but on the other side of that it's also insulting to to think that we can't have consent over our own bodies. Exactly. You know, if if I want to open my poon and make some money, that should be up to me. Not some guy standing it's in a pulpit somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> if I want to have sex for money, that's my choice. It's my body, my choice. Sorry. And that's the way it so should be. Well, thank true. you, Robin. we got a ton of people actually sitting here in the queue. Thanks, thank, Lordy. Thank you um, for doing this, We are going this, to move on. To talk to you. Thank you. Bless you, and thank you so much for giving us the idea for this show. Bye-bye. Bye, Robin. Hello. You're on In Bed with Dr. Sue. Who am I speaking with? Huh? This is Mistress Lilith. Hello, Lilith. How are you? I am doing fantastic. How are you, Dr. Sue? I'm fabuloso. So, you tell <laughs> us all, Mistress Lilith, why do you love doing what you do? Because I like the freedom. I mean, I guess it comes with being a mistress and being a dom, just wanting to be in control of everything. You know, I wake up when I want, I go to bed when I want, I make what I want. And you know, and there's um, no cap. In fact, this, that's the other thing that I love about what we do. No, there, yeah, there's Whereas absolutely no going, cap. There's, if you're going to work, you know, for seven dollars an hour or whatever it is, you have a cap on how much you can earn. We earn as much as we bust our ass to earn. Now, understand this is work. Absolutely. Don't ever think that we're sitting here popping bonbons in our mouths, going, "Ah, oh, just rake in the money." It doesn't work that way. You do have well, to maybe work for a living. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you do have to work your ass <laughs> off. I mean, <laughs> totally. In don't fact, think that. you know, one of my. Thing, I think we need we need to make a point here. In your point of, it gives us freedom, and and you like the idea of being a dominatrix. But really, it doesn't matter what end of the spectrum you're working in this industry. It gives oh, you absolutely. that freedom. Whether you're an escort, whether you are a companion, whether you're a cam girl, it gives you the freedom to do whatever you need to do. And so for a lot of ladies, that's taking care of their kids. You can be home mm-hmm. to take care of your kids. And I think that's fabulous. And for instance, like me, I actually did work in the corporate world. And a year ago, just over a year ago, I I was doing this you know, full-time, and then I had my full-time corporate job too. But I actually left and traveled the United States purely on the income of my sex work. There you go. And it allowed now, me that freedom. Would you have been able to do that on a minimum wage job? I doubt it. No, and you really couldn't do it on a regular 9 to 5 either because you don't exactly have all of that vacation time. I mean, Robin said it best. We've got a laptop. We've got phones. You know, we can work from wherever we want to. And it's And honestly, I've met some of the most amazing people through sex work. I mean, look at everybody in chat and, you know, the little the conversations that we have on Twitter and stuff. Like, there's some amazing people that probably wouldn't nest. I mean, you're going to run into amazing people anywhere. But, you know, they're just happy with 
themselves. You know, they don't feel like they have to, you know, drag their asses to work every day. You you do. I mean, you have those moments, obviously. You do. But that's I mean, be you, an, and the thing is, when and, you're working for yourself, you do have to drag your ass to work every day, and it's even harder because it's easier to just lie You do. Bed. I mean, you have <laughs> to have a certain amount of discipline for yourself. And one thing that, you know, I wanted to throw out there, you know, because I think it was um, – it was Robin. It was Robin again. <laughs> this had the thread going, you know, myths versus truths, which I thought was really yeah. cool. Um, you know, one of the ones was that, you know, clients will degrade us, men will degrade us. And truth be told that our clients probably treat us with more respect than just your random Joe Schmo that you happen to be when you're walking down the street. I mean, it's outside people that are degrading. It's people that look down on sex workers that are the ones degrading it. And honestly, and that's going to the happen ones that don't in any industry. It. Yeah, they don't right. understand it. And, that's, and it's going to happen in any industry. I mean, hell, my sister is a registered nurse, and the crap that is spoken to her or done on a regular basis is completely appalling. But she's not a sex worker. You know what I mean? So it's going to happen Nurses regardless, but our clients don't treat should be one of the highest paid workers in this world. They do so okay. much. Oh, my God. Please, hug a nurse at the same time you hug a whore today. Because, seriously, they work their asses off. And you know what? We love it. it, it yes, we do. And are you being forced mm-hmm. in any way to do what you're doing? Absolutely not. I stepped into the world of um, sex work on my own, and I stick around and thrive on my own. There you go. See, nobody's holding a gun to our heads, guys. This is stuff that we choose to do, and I think if we choose to do it, everybody needs to back off and leave us the hell alone. Um, I think we create fear. There are, as a matter of fact, there is a lovely young lady I was talking to today who is going through a private hell because there are zealots that are trying to get her out of the business so much that they're creating hell in her life. Leave her alone. Mm -hmm. She's fine. You know, it's... why someone would do that is beyond me, but they're making her life a living hell. And this is the kind of stuff that needs to stop. As a matter of fact, uh, live and let quick live update. And There's a lady an right now, <laughs> one of our lovely ladies who is in the uh, Oakland, California march right now, actually just broke up. She's scared to death. There were shots fired. We're not sure if it was shots or if it was uh, a you know, backfire of a tire blowout or something, but the cops started rounding all the sex workers up, so she beat it out of there. This is the problem, and this is what I was afraid of. This is the stuff that's going to go on. They don't like it when we get loud. But just like the ladies in France in 75, we need to get loud now. So, Lilith, you still there? Yes. Lilith fell over. Oh, no, there she is. Yay. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. I am listening. I absolutely agree. There's a huge, you know, there that, you know, why we deserve, why we deserve the same respect as anybody else. You know, there's another soapbox that I will call out to all the feminists. You don't get to call yourself a feminist if you don't support the sex workers that choose to be in the lifestyle. If you don't support your fellow female or, well, I mean, yes, there are male sex workers, too. <laughs> Shout out to them. But if you're not going to support your fellow female, you can't really call yourself a feminist. They should be 
backing us right now and fighting right alongside with us, just like we have for ourselves for so long. Well done. Well said. And I will point one other thing out, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, that we need to give thanks to the LGBTQAI community. Why? Because they allow us on this day to piggyback a lot of pride events. They allow the sex workers mm-hmm. into the pride marches and everything else. So we thank them for that. We thank them for their, you know, continued support of what we do as well. Anything else you want to say, Lilith? Just live, let live, and don't be a see you next Tuesday, and we'll all be fantastic. Yay, sex work. (laughs) (laughs) Go sex workers. (laughs) That came out a little more well, girl, than I had appreciated. Thank you for having us. I appreciate you. Love you. Have fun. So, yeah, like I said, just uh, really quickly, everybody be safe out there at those marches, please. Um, we're hoping to hear from her. She's hoping to call in if she can get to a safe place. Unfortunately, things seem to have gone a little bit haywire in Oakland. I don't think it's too, too bad, but keep yourselves clean, guys. I mean, this is also another way for cops to get a look at your face and, you know, let's see who's working the streets. And, you know, it's one of those deals. So just be very, very safe out there, guys. And let's go to our next caller. Hello, hello. hello. In bed with Dr. Sue. Who is this? This is Goddess Belladonna. Hello, my Bella Boo. Hey, hey, hey. Happy ho day. Happy ho day, baby. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Oh, and do tell us your story, Goddess so, Belladonna. I guess my story. I start, I've been doing this for about 30 years now. I started when I was 18, and I'm one of the sex workers that can truly say she worked the industry up one end and down the fucking other. <laughs> and in 1992, I, and by that I mean I phone sex, escort, I worked the brothels, I've been an exotic dancer, I've been a burlesque dancer, uh, you know, and now, as you know, I'm a dominatrix and have been a dominatrix for 25 years. And you were also a sub, too. And sex operator. Huh? And an author. You were a sub, too. Yep, and I was a sub for that, a while, you know why but I bring that, that lifestyle, not professional. Right, but do you, you want to know why I bring that up? Because I get tired of people coming out and saying, if you're a dom and you were once a sub, you are therefore not dominant, blah, blah, blah. Bullshit. Oh, the best so doms have been subs, my friend. It's total Seriously, bullshit. So much and bullshit. Take that strap on cock and shove it up your ass so far that it comes down your throat. <laughs> it's so much. It's anything if you have had the other side of it. If you, you know, honestly, let's give it a reality check for real. You know, the best dominance, male, female, in between, I don't give a rat's ass, right? are the ones who actually have had a very real taste of the flip side. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, we actually know what goes on in our counterparts. We have experienced it. So that makes us a lot more, I think, empathetic to those we deal with. And it's all about sexuality, self-discovery. And by the way, don't ever tell me, oh, I I know I'm not. How the fuck do you know you're not if you've never tried something? Mm -hmm. 
that's that's the biggest problem we have with the fear of human sexuality, which is what we're dealing with mm-hmm. in all its aspects. Everybody 100%. wants to open their totally mouth, fear. talk a bunch of shit, and mm-hmm. has no fucking clue what they're talking about. So basically for me, I'm like, you know what, sit the fuck down, shut the fuck up, unless you've actually had some experience in it. Get educated, mm-hmm. and not just out of books, but in real life. You know what? Before you start swinging a flogger at somebody willy-nilly, why don't you try to find out what it feels like when you get struck with a flogger and what the different floggers feel like. And that's just, mm-hmm. you know, a random tool. Just, you know, how do you know, what does it feel like when you actually have to surrender control to another person, when you truly become vulnerable, when you are quote-unquote, at the mercy of the one who controls you because there's so much fantasy about this shit out there and so Mm -hmm. few people have any idea what it's really like. It's eye-opening. And that brings it, for me, back to what do I love about what I do, sex work, in any of its aspects, experiencing the real sexuality in all its forms. And, yes, I do it because I want to. And especially with this, you know, I had gone from doing a lot of real time and had withdrawn into the online world, essentially, for many, many years. And now I'm just kind of at the point where I'm going, I've got something to prove. And I want to prove that you're never too old to do something. And that, you know what, you are not going to tell me what I can and cannot do. So now, at 48 years old, I'm going to go back on stage and strip again, which is something I have done since I was 21. This is awesome. I'm going literally out here in, I live in Montana, and I'm literally going out, and people ask me, "So, so what do you do for a living? I don't lie. Everybody who knows me knows I'm a dominatrix. Every mm-hmm. single person there, sometimes you get some stupid comments, of course, that's part of the course. But most mm-hmm. of the people, oh, my God, that is amazing. And then questions get opened up. And now that's you right. can actually educate. There you go. And that's what and I mean. that helps education. with the fear. People fear what they yes, don't understand. Does. No. And I've had people asking me flat out, you know, how long have you been doing this now? And I tell them, you know, I've been in BDSM. Uh, for 25 years as a lifestyler and as well as a professional. Well, how many times did you, you know, did you have any really bad experiences? I mean, have you been attacked, you know? I always hear the horror stories about how, you know, women getting beaten and blah, blah, blah. And sometimes, you know, I said, look, sex work. I've done more than just domination. And I can honestly tell you that in 30 years of being in the sex industry, I've only had... Uh, five uh, bad experiences, and that's only because the people that I had dealt with had some very extreme PTSD issues, and mm-hmm. I didn't know about it, and it got accidentally triggered, and they just reacted out of fear, mm-hmm. out of reaction. Right. That wasn't their fault. 
it wasn't my fault. But this is something that you go into aware. You're dealing with human beings. They come to us uh, because they need what we offer. It's very, you know, I've heard uh, online, I've seen on in social media, and you know how I feel about that. I've seen so much bullshit. Oh, there is no mm-hmm. psychology to this. It's all just about the sex. No, you know what? We we really are therapists. It's ninety-nine percent psychology, folks. You know, there is a huge part of psychology. It's actually one of the biggest parts because anything sexual starts in your biggest organ, in your brain, in your mind. And uh, the same way, like, oh, well, you're a sex worker because you're lazy. Have you gotten any idea how much work we actually put into everything we do? Oh, I but guess that's the stupid. thing they don't. No, we're some they of don't the know. most educated people you want to meet. We could honestly, we run our own companies in most cases, which is mm-hmm. all of the background work. We don't always delegate. Most of us won't delegate because if you want something done, you do it right. So we're constantly educating ourselves. We're constantly learning something new. I was telling you in the chat room, coming 2019, I have decided I'm going back on tour again. I'm going to do a professional domination sessions across the fucking country. That's my She's going on tour, ass, baby. Okay? And so what do I do now? I told you guys this. Because I am going to go out there because I feel I need to be at the top of my game in everything. I'm just now starting to take Mai Tai and Jiu-Jitsu and go and I'm fight, training with MMA fighters. So I will be, be able to go ahead and try to attack me, see what happens. You wouldn't stand a chance. Not, not even that, though, because you can serve anyway. a whole, now that you're doing the MMA, you can now serve a whole side genre of fetish because you know well that that's a huge side genre. They're going to love you. That Absolutely. is a beautiful but fetish the right end, there. You know, and I, I could have just taken, you know, the regular going to the gym, which I had done too, but it was missing some for me. Everything about me is about mm-hmm. discipline, okay, For especially mm-hmm. in our industry. We have to be disciplined. We're probably, again, some of the most self-disciplined people you will ever meet. You know, it's about having the courage to sit there and go, this is what I have chosen to do. I don't care what you tell me I should be doing at any age, how to live my life. I am who I am. I am perfectly fine with who I am. You know, my sexuality is mine to control, and I allow you into my world because if you're an asshole, you're not coming anywhere near me. I don't care mm-hmm. if it's online or in real time. And like Lilith and Robin both have mentioned it, even you have said so many times, Sue, the reality <laughs> is that our clients that we deal with, that we accept and give them the honor to deal with us, are gentlemen most of the time. They they appreciate us. That's why they get our time and experience. And anybody else, excuse me, bluntly, go fuck yourself. So no, I'm not forced in this business. (laughs) I'm here because I want it. I'm here to tell you. I'm here to stay. I'm still going to whoop asses when I'm 70. That's right. 
I always said I'm going to be the world's oldest fucking sex worker. I don't care. You know, as long as there's breath in me, I'll be doing something. <laughs> I exactly. don't care. Exactly. For us, the world is our oyster. We That's right. do as much as we want to, when we want to, and we have literally control over our own lives to an extent right. that most people could not even imagine. So leave us alone. Thank you so much, leave Bella, for calling in. We appreciate your open. Thank you. Okay, there you go. <laughs> I'll talk to you later so you can get to the next person. Love you. See you, darling. Yeah, we got a lot of people sitting in the queue. This is awesome. So we want to hear from everybody. Full show. Thank you, Bella. Bye-bye, lovey. Bye. That's right. We've got a ton of people. We're still getting to it. Just hang on if you're in there. We'll get to you. No problem. The number is 657-383-0031. Give us a call. Here we are with, hold on, hello. You are on In Bed with Dr. Sue. Who am I speaking with? Hello. Hello. Hello, you are on In Bed with Dr. Sue. Hello. Hello. This is In Bed Hello. with Dr. Sue. Who am I speaking with? Hi. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Demon Kitty. Hello, Kitty. How are you? Hello. I'm so glad you got through. I wasn't going to miss it. I'm going to well, have my I want, I definitely want to hear your views. Tell us why you love doing what you do. Well, you know, there's so many reasons. Um, I think on a practical level, it's a really good opportunity for me to earn a living because, you know, I think, as you know, I live in Spain. Mm-hmm. And... So being able to work online, you know, it's a fantastic job opportunity. I don't have to get some shitty job in a call center or in a bar. I don't have Mm -hmm. to teach, you know, which is what most English speakers do here. And also, again, as you know, I have some really serious health issues at the moment. And for sex work, I can fit in around that. You know, it's fantastic. It's so flexible. And, you know, also... I just have a complete aversion to having bosses. Because <laughs> you're a dom. <laughs> I'm so much happier sitting at home, <laughs> at my desk, working when I want, waking up when I want. I don't do mornings. So I don't either. <laughs> you know, <it's> really. <laughs> the only time I do mornings is if it's uh, you know, in another time zone. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, So what do you say to people who think that we're all being trafficked? Oh, fuck's sake. Uh, I'm 49 (laughs) years old. I have a shitload of attitude. Good luck trying to tell me to do anything I don't want to do. (laughs) Not going to happen. We love you. We love you because of that. Do something. (laughs) 
I said, we love you because of that. Oh, you know, and I think it's one of the things about getting older is you really don't give a fuck. That's but right. You just do what you want, when you want. Yep. You know, as um, Belladonna was saying, you know, it's, I really think it's something to do with, you know, you either have to have the mentality for this kind of work or it's a very practical option. Um, I was, when I was referring to um, call centers, I did actually, when I first moved to Spain, I worked in a call center and it was not a fun job. You know, I had to put up with being called a racist. You know, oh. nothing of the sort. Uh, yeah, just because it was um, basically people would ring up and complain about. You know, it, it was um, we are handling the um, the finances for a company that provides TV and internet for hospitals, and people used to give us. So much abuse over a few pounds, and mm-hmm. you know, when I when I stopped that job and I found out about sex work, which I think was not all that long afterwards, it was like, well, you know, I don't have to be abused. I can do the abusing. This is wonderful. Indeed, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, funnily enough. When I was doing that job, I used to work the sort of late afternoon, evening shifts, and mm-hmm. it, the office was really, really busy for the first sort of four or five hours, and so you had to shout. It's like, hello, you're through to, my name is, what can I do to help? And then after nine, it was so much quieter, there were really few of us, and so my voice would get down to, hello, you're through to. <laughs> how may I help you? And somebody said to me, you sound like you're working a sex line. And I thought, you know, I thought later, Ooh. how little you knew. <laughs> and there you go. Really, what is not the love about it? It's, you know, endlessly creative. You know, I'm just starting to build up a store on, um, I want clips. And I'm doing these clips sort of, as the devil, you know, with sparkly horns, welcoming people to hell. It's so much fun. You know, I've sent Harvey Weinstein to, to hell. I'm going to send Trump to hell. Oh, lovely. <laughs> send yes. them all to hell. You know, just, oh, absolutely. You know, it's a fun place unless you've annoyed me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want that. No, very, very, very bad idea. I'm a Scorpio. Oh, look out then. Look out. (laughs) Look out. So what do you say to everybody out there who might be listening in thinking that sex work is disgusting? I don't know why why people have such a problem. And, you know, the thing that really annoys me and upsets me about the Sester Foster thing is it's having an impact on so many women and, you know, so many people, people who are working independently Mm -hmm. is trying to take away their right to choose, their right to earn a living in whatever way they want, to do what they want with their body. And it's like, 
why lump us in with people who are being coerced? That is what bothers me so much about the whole thing. I think they were just looking for an excuse to attack sex workers, to attack people who are out there independently. You know, and the, I so much get that, um, you know, this attack on sex work, I get Handmaid's Tale vibes. You know, joking aside, I think that there is a very, very strong element of attempting to control women. Yep. You know, we have sex work is obviously, you know, there are trans workers, there are male workers, but the majority are women because mm-hmm. most of the clients are men. That's right. And so, you know, sex work, you know, aside from all the other things I've mentioned about the flexibility and so on, it gives us a chance to run our own businesses in a format that is very women-friendly. And I just get yep. the, the impression that they're trying to stop that. But they are. There was another piece of legislation that's being brought up that is actually pressuring, actually the, not piece of legislation, it's actually um, the, uh, Wall Street is putting pressure on all social media, the main social media accounts to completely dump all sex workers from everything. And the problem with that is now you're talking, if you start squeezing their money, they're going to do what you say. So, again, we're being squeezed. It's just, this isn't going to stop. And this is what I was trying to tell everybody mm-hmm. when we originally did the FOSTA SESTA show, is that once they take a small piece, they're going to keep chipping away. They're going to take another piece and another piece. It, they've just put through mm-hmm. a piece of legislation. For those of you who don't know this either, please pay attention to what's going on behind the scenes with Trump. Um, the piece of legislation that has made it through the House, which means it's made it halfway, puts police as a protected class. That's not good, my friends. That's very, very bad. So if that gets put through quietly, that means that your police are now going to be untouchable. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Think about that for a minute. Yeah, that they, means they they're going to be able to do whatever they want without fear of repercussion. This isn't good. Mm-hmm. They, they, that's already happened in Spain, but... Um, you are not allowed to photograph a police officer in the course of their duty. Mm-hmm. So if the police officer... But if that's the only thing, that's great, but that's not what they're someone. doing. <laughs> mm-hmm. We know it's not what they're doing, um, and that's just it. And you're absolutely yeah. right in the sense of this is becoming very dystopian. If we're not careful, mm-hmm. you guys have to understand your rights are being eroded very quietly behind the scenes. And you need to be and awake it's not just to that. Sex workers. No, God, no. This is we're talking freedom of speech. The speech we're talking. Yeah. As a matter of fact, the police bill goes against the Tenth Amendment 100%. But all this stuff mm-hmm. is being pushed through with the word trafficking on it. So as long as that word is attached to something, it's going to get put through. They figured mm-hmm. it out. And it's very so. That's it's what's very, going very on. It's very easy for people who. It's very easy for non-sex workers to say. This doesn't matter. This is not affecting mm-hmm. me. It will. Because, as you say, they will chip away one step at a time until mm-hmm. this legislation can be used against people who have nothing to do with sex work. So everybody should be concerned. 
And, and you should. And, and you know, I was watch a very. I saw a very poignant thing. There is a um, memorial, and I don't know. It's a it's a Holocaust memorial that is in Germany. It's in um, Berlin. I don't know the name of it. I'm very sorry about that. But it is a very moving memorial from the standpoint that the each each stone that's there begins very short. And then as you move through the memorial, the stones get taller until they're like, you know, 20 feet high and you're walking through and they're overwhelming. And the point of that was to show how everyone kept quiet at the beginning and it got worse because of that. And that's what's happening now. You can look at me and go, well, that's Nazism. This, you're still talking about a dictatorship here in the States, whether you guys want to think it's not uh, good luck with you, but that's what's happening right now. And that, and there are so many parallels between, you know, pre-World War II Nazi Germany and what's happening now that it's scary. And this is why I'm saying we need to be awake to these things. Please stay awake to these things. You know, do whatever exactly. you can to fight them as much as you can through the proper channels. I mean, watch who you're voting for. Don't vote along party lines. Really, you know, if you're going to do that, then go out there and really research who you're voting for, things like that. But be careful because, again, as long as it has the word trafficking on it, it's going to be put through. Yeah, another point, so you know, I think is very, very important is that you know, when they're lumping in trafficking victims, and you know, none of us consensual sex workers are denying that there is a problem. Oh, absolutely. Um, when they when they put us in with coerced people, they're completely missing a very important point, and that's that. You know, aside from the fact that we're human and we don't want anyone to be forced, trafficking, you know, allowing trafficking people, um, a trafficking victims into sex work is not to our advantage. Mm-hmm. Because why, you know, logically, why would we want the competition? If you've got, now let's take, for example, um, full-service sex workers. If mm-hmm. you're bringing a, a bundle of coerce people in that is going to drive down prices because there's more people available what consensual sex worker is going to be in favor of that exactly and that's just the monetary end of things let alone the fact that none of us none of us agree with being forced into this industry none of us so you're not going to get anybody in this industry to argue that point with you the ones of us, the, those of us who are here voluntarily. You're never going to get us because to argue the fact that trafficking, one, exists. Of course it exists. Mm-hmm. But it is such a small percentage. And I'm not saying that we need to push and, and cover that percentage over. But by what they've done is they've driven it into the underground, and now we can't save them. So it's just it, it, it's had the exact opposite effect, as we know. So is there anything you want to say, Kitty, before we go? My final point is, what is wrong with sex work anyway? Mm -hmm. What's wrong with sex? Why is is such a purifying of our attitude? You know, I think people put us in this sort of category as if we're somehow 
kind of abhorrent. And he says, come on, you're making people happy. Whether mm-hmm. you're a phone sex operator, whether you're an escort, um, whether you're a don, you're giving someone something that makes them happy. And we and in are, the long run, that's a good thing. <laughs> exactly. You know, why be so scared of sex? Um, and we're fully autonomous human beings. If that's exactly. how we want to make a living, for whatever reason, if you want to sleep with men for money, why not? As long as you want to. You know, and, and I think, you know, again, you see, even within sex work, you see um, kind of a separation. You know, there's some people that look down on other categories of sex work. Oh, oh that goes on too, work. yes. Uh, you know, I I really don't want to actually sleep with people for money. But am I going to look down on someone else who does, who enjoys sex that much that they want to speak with men for money? Go for it. Mm-hmm. You know, do that hustle. Get that money. Be happy. You betcha. And that is the key. Be happy, you guys. Thank you, Kitty, so much for staying up and calling in. We appreciate you doing that so much. Thank you, Dr. Sue, for listening and for being such an awesome contributor to the community. Oh, thank you so much, Sweet Pea. Thanks for calling in. Bye-bye. Hello. You are on In Bed with Dr. Sue. Who is this? Hello, shy little person. <laughs> okay, we're going to the next call. <laughs> okay, by the way, you guys, you can call this. We've still got tons of time. We've got an hour to go. 657-383-0031. Let's go to our next caller. Hello, you are on In Bed with Dr. Sue. Who am I speaking with? Hello. You are on In Bed with Dr. Sue. Hello. Hello. You're on the air. Hello. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Okay. I can hear you fine. Who is this? You can hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can now. Epic. Who am I speaking Kai. with? This is Mrs. Kai. Yay! <laughs> Thank you for making it through. Hot dog. I waited and waited. You know, it's funny because um, there's nothing that indicates that you're actually speaking to you, that we're actually no, getting I know. through. I know. And a few times I was like, is she speaking to me? And I was like, thank goodness nobody's around to hear me going, hello, hello. <laughs> No, actually, there's, I think there's someone sitting on hold listening in who, when I jump in to see if they want to talk, they aren't there. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's okay. I kept waiting for somebody to say, okay, you're on the queue, you're next. <laughs> and I was like, do 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 No, that would be great. Looking at the squirrel. But unfortunately, <laughs> I have no one helping me tonight. It's just me and me. So, <laughs> That's I'm getting everybody as we go here. 
Gotcha. <laughs> so tell us, tell us, colors. you have been such a staunch supporter of this show, and I want oh. to hear all about what you have to say. Oh, my goodness. Well, first of all, how about Belladonna going to strip at her age? Isn't that amazing? Epic. Unbelievably cool. I love it. I just what could be better? The bravery to do that. My God. Yep. Um, what would you no like fucks to given. hear my opinion on? Love right. <laughs> you know what? I wish there were more young girls that felt that way, that were just like, I'm going to do this. I'm not going to be afraid. I'm not going to have any insecurities and... I'm not going to listen to the voices in my head. And that's one mm-hmm. thing. If there are younger women listening, take a piece of Belladonna's bravery and, and just go do it. Don't listen to the voices in your head. That's my big opinion right now. Because I, I was stunned that she was going to do that. I think it's great. I, I, I can't. Yeah. She told us that, and I was just floored in chat. She told us that earlier, and it was just like, awesome. She's doing the MMA fighting. She's doing all this stuff that she wasn't doing before. Mm-hmm. And now she's kicking ass. She's just decided, mm-hmm. no, I'm picking things up and mm-hmm. I'm running with it. And I think it's awesome. Mm-hmm. So what would you so like how to long hear have, from How me? long have you been in the business? I'm a little afraid to give away my age and I'm not afraid of too many things, but at least a 30 while. years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At least 30 years. And I have had my fingers in all aspects of sex industry from boys to girls to your local sex shops to brothels, um, houses of domination. So I can speak to a lot. Um, As you know, Foster Sesta has got me bent out of my mind. It almost feels like we're, not just stepping backwards, but we're taking such a leap backwards. And as I was listening here, it occurred to me, isn't it such a coincidence that these bills came through just as Me Too was revving up the Me Too movement? Mm-hmm. Of course. And it could all me, very it's well a, be linked. Yeah. I just, I just thought the timing of it as the Me Too movement has been, was gaining momentum these bills were going through the House and the Senate. And mm-hmm. I thought, how coincidental that the women are gaining strength. Okay, we're going to slap them back down. And this is yep. the easiest target to do, sex workers. That's right. Because the majority and is what, women. Right. And what you just said about that, um, is it a bill? What's going on? Something about the um, the police Which officers? One? I heard you just. So you just mentioned officers something is about... a le- piece of legislation that has made it through the House so far. It has gone through the House. I believe it's still sitting in the Senate right now. I don't know if they voted on it. That is going directly against the Tenth Amendment, and I don't know. It may, it may still go through. <laughs> you know what that feels but like? But this that is all stuff like again. The quiet. Law. You are not right. going to hear and this that... stuff on mainstream media. <laughs> no. Oh, for sure. And, you know, um, I don't know anything about it. I haven't read that. And as soon as I'm done here, I'll probably go online. Um, that feels, that sounds like martial law, where law enforcement mm-hmm. is given absoluteness. And that's exactly. martial law. And that's frightening. Like, I don't exactly. think a lot of people understand no, the they depth don't. of what is happening here, and especially what is happening to women. 
And, you know, I can bark and bark and bark and bark. And then I just can borderline sound like a bully or an extremist, which I don't want to do. But things have changed so drastically, so quickly. Everybody in this industry has to start paying attention because their livelihood is, it's being stripped. It is. It's frightening. And I started, I I did read Faustus, I read them, and I was Mm -hmm. in such a state when I was reading them. Not a rage, but I was like, I can't believe this is happening. And that was quite a while ago. And I sat down a few days ago and started to read FOSTA again. Mm-hmm. I couldn't get past the first page because it says, dot, 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 sex trafficking, comma, and prostitution. And I went, mm-hmm. they're conflating them. They should not even be in the same sentence together. No. Nope. The comma and prostitution, that's how they, you know, that's how they slipped it in. That's right. I know, I know. A very dear friend of mine is very high up in law enforcement, and he went into human trafficking um, because of very small children. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you, in over 15 years, I have never, ever heard him tell a story about prostitution. It's always about very small children. That's right. And, yeah, and, I mean, human trafficking is more profitable than drugs because it's a reusable source and it's it's disgusting. And yep. it goes on and a lot of people don't know how horrific it actually is. But mixing in consensual prostitution with human trafficking, which does need to be addressed in in the entire world, um, it's targeting. It's targeting women. And I do feel passionately about it. And uh, if I bark too much on Twitter, everybody, I apologize. But we all need to pay attention. And I think that, yeah, and that was the reason why I started the whole FOSTA updates, trying to keep up on all this information, trying to keep up on the bills. I've got, you know, all kinds of stuff that pops up in my email every day that I'm trying to make sure and sift through and make sure that it's vetted and, you know, what is going on, what isn't going on. And that's the reason why I started FOSTA Updates, because when all of that, when the shit went down, there were so Mm. many rumors and so much bullshit that was being spread by the industry as well that we needed to have all of this clarified. So FOSTA Updates, honestly, I'm trying to keep it up as much as I can as far as the latest news, the latest stuff. But what everyone who is listening in, please understand, your rights, whether you're a sex worker or not, are being eroded. Mm-hmm. Your, your ability to, to speak freely on the Internet is being taken away. All of it is being eroded. And you can sit by and go, oh, well, let someone else handle it, which seems to be the general consensus. But at some point, nobody's going to handle it. And everything's going to come tumbling down. And we all have a tenuous grasp on this right now as it is. So, you, yeah, I agree with Kai. Now. You guys need to yeah. pay attention, and you're not. And that's at your yeah. own peril. It is tumbling now. I mean, look how quickly the Internet sites um, either they shut themselves down, they were seized mm-hmm. and shut down. I mean, we all know Arrows was raided however many months ago, seven, eight, nine months ago. I'm not sure now. But even – I don't know if this is true because I've been a little preoccupied in my personal life. But um, And I don't like to operate on speculation ever, 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 ever. But mm-hmm. at some point I heard 
that even Skype was rewriting what they were oh, going they to allow. And it, oh, absolutely. Yeah, see? 100%. I, you know, I had a feeling that was true, but I don't, like I said, I don't like No, okay, so you want to know what got hit? Google, Skype, anything Microsoft, Microsoft Office, all of it. Google Drive has been wiping out um, the girls' um, clips if they happen to have clips on the cloud. Bye. All of this is being done. Skype, no more sex on Skype. I actually have a private room on a third-party channel now if anyone wants to masturbate with me watching. I've had to find a third-party <laughs> application. So because, okay, some of the guys like to do that. Personally, it makes me want to vomit, but whatever. Cause it's, trust me, it's never a good-looking dick, you guys. Stop doing this. But anyways, because it's never the good-looking dick guys that do this, right? It's always the ones with the teeny dicks that you're just like, oh, God, I really, it's like watching, you know, child porn. Anyway, is that real? The point is, is that thing real? you can't do, yeah, you can't do cam sessions on Skype now. It's done. As of May 1st, that was over. So this is why everybody needs to pay attention, and this is what I bark about all the time. It isn't just, quote, the sex sites where um, girls no. are advertising their services. It's what PayPal, happened, it has gone it. into mainstream, everything mainstream. So this affects everybody. It's not, yeah. it's not just sex workers, but it, nope. it's affecting every aspect of online. It's, these girls are so dangerous. Yes. They are. And guess and what? And they're being done quietly, guys. Please don't be checking CNN for this information because you're not going to find it. This stuff is no. being done quietly in the background. As we all know, that happens in government. You've got to pay attention to what's going on with the guy behind the curtain, just like Wizard of Oz. Don't look behind the curtain, okay, because the guy behind the curtain is slipping shit through. Very quickly, very quietly, and as long as the word yeah. trafficking is attached to it, just like it is said, the word trafficking is attached to it, it'll go through. Because no politician yeah. in their right mind is going to not try and stop something with the word trafficking on it. It would be political suicide. So right. it is actually the most perfect way for these people to put these bills through. They figured that out. Yeah, it was really clever, and you know, through this whole thing, uh, through this whole thing, I'm like, remember that movie Wag the Dog? Yep. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't understand that concept of Wag the Dog, and that's what's happening to us now. So you all can get online if you don't understand what I'm talking about. Get online and look it up. It's a concept, and that's what's happening to us now. I don't know if it's yep. going to change in four years, and you know, Trump is out of office. I don't know, but right now. Wag the dog is in full effect, and we, yep. unless you're paying attention and really, really hard paying attention like you are, or you're, mm-hmm. you have somebody like Dr. Sue providing all this information for you, you really have no clue on what's going on. I don't even have a clue, and I pay attention as much as I can over this, and I don't have a clue. I'm, I, I, I had no idea about the police absolution. I'm so floored when I heard you said that, you know, 15 or so minutes ago. That's exactly. frightening to me because it feels and I'm, like I'm posting this shit, guys. Understand, I'm tweeting this stuff, and, and I have seen the traffic. This is, this is where the apathy comes in and where people like Kai and I get pissed off. Traffic on FOSTA updates has dropped to maybe 20 people a day. Nobody cares anymore because it's not in your face. Oh my God. It's just yeah. dumped. 
And I actually was sitting there going, mm, maybe I'll dump the site. What's the fucking point if nobody cares? Right. But I'm going to keep it going for a while, but this is just my point. Nobody cares. And that's when people like Kai and I, who are trying to show you guys this stuff, hello, I put the tweet thing out, and I made a big stink about the whole cop thing. It got retweeted once. And I just went, oh, Oh my God. God. Oh, my God. That's scary to me. Yeah. It's it's scarier to me. The, um, what is the language that we're using nowadays for? If it's not in your face, you know, you sort of forget about it. And this whole instant, you know, society that we live in today. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But I'm a person that is 10 steps ahead at all times. And maybe it's just the way my mind operates, but I'm 10 steps ahead because shit's going to happen and you're going to get blindsided and things are going to change. And if you're not prepared, you're screwed. And if you're not up to date on all this information that Dr. Sue is handing you, like how much more lazy do you need to be that you're not visiting that site if you're in the sex industry? Like you're going to get tripped up. And that's what killed me. It was like when FOSTA was a big thing, when it first got signed in or right before it got signed in, everyone was losing their minds because all the sites were going down. So the problem is unless it's affecting someone immediately, they don't care. And that's what you're up against. I don't understand. Because like, in their mind, it's over. Them. It's signed in the law. Oh, well, can't do anything. Fuck it. That's what that is. <laughs> so where is everybody advertising? You, their money has got to – everybody I have spoken to, their money has decreased exponentially because of FOSTA mm-hmm. SESTA. Absolutely. So what does it take for people to go, I don't okay, know. this is enough? I don't know either. Like, what you're telling because the problem me is right we're now, trying to, close my mind. to rally – broken people and as much as you know everybody's you know a lot of us are like rah rah and we're all cool this is this industry is filled with broken people it's just a fact and the problem with trying to uplift broken people is they do become apathetic quickly I can't fix yeah. this, so I'm just going to crawl in a hole. This is how you end up with suicides, how you end up with all this stuff going down, which is happening. We know that for a fact. There are women committing suicide all over the place because all of a sudden now they have to go back out on the street. But, yeah. you know, once again, unless it's happening to you, oh, it's not going to – I can't fix it. I can't do anything about it. You could, we couldn't even get 100,000 signatures on a petition. What does oh, that say? Oh, my goodness. We could not get 100,000 signatures on a petition. Now, someone else created a second petition. It doesn't matter because even if we got the 100,000 signatures, there isn't a politician alive that's going to table that. It's just they won't do it. So it's really a complete moot point. But what's more significant is the fact that no one signed the damn thing. Are you telling me we can't find 100,000 sex workers to sign that? (laughs) Come on. That should have been signed in a day. I know. I'm so astonished the things that I'm hearing tonight. I and I don't. I'm not an ostrich. <laughs> I don't stick my head in the sand. I listen to everything, and I'm astonished. I'm astonished that there wasn't a hundred thousand. You know, Mistress Tissa out of Philadelphia. I had seen um, a post from her one time. You know, why aren't you people signing this? Why aren't you people signing this? And this was probably four or five months ago. And I went, why aren't people signing this? I don't understand why they're not signing it. And now you're telling me yep. today they couldn't get 100,000 signatures. That's unbelievable. I don't think they got past 
20. That's as far as they got. So, and this was during the whole Fosta Fuhrer. So if we can't rally them when it's in their face and they're freaking out, when are you going to do it now? Not going to happen. That's the problem. That's what we're up against. Ladies and gentlemen, there are women that are now working the streets, physically on the streets, because they cannot be online anymore. And I can tell you, I've seen firsthand what happens to girls that are working on the streets. And there are women that used to work online now have no other choice than to go on the streets. And know what's on the streets? Predators. That's right. And they're called pimps. And they are the most disgusting. You think some of these clients and the things they say to you and they're sending their dick pics out to you and they're nasty little, oh, will you do this to me? And, you know, you think that's vile? You have no idea what I have seen on the streets that occurs to these women, the violence. Um, you want to talk about power exchange, and I'm making a little bit of a joke here, being a dominatrix and all that, but there's no power exchange. It's, it's complete domination. There, it's complete slavery. So women who were maybe consensual sex workers and, okay, I'm going to go on and, and work a few hours today. I'm going to work this week. I'm not going to work next week. Guess what? Now they don't have a choice. Because they had to resort to going back to the street, and somebody scooped them up. Yep. Because you can't be, you cannot be on the street without a pimp. That's the reality. You cannot be on the street without a pimp. There, you are owned by somebody, or you are not out there. That's just the way it is. It is so fucking right. ugly. I can't. There's not enough words in my vocabulary that can tell. I can tell you how vile it is on the streets. And Philadelphia is a big metropolitan city, but there are bigger, worse cities as far as this type of stuff. Mm-hmm. And these are women who were consensual sex workers, and guess what? Now they're not consensual. And it can happen to any of your friends that are working in the sex industry. And I know my voice is very firm right now and very just blah, but this is occurring, and this is serious, and FOSTA it's and FESTA are serious. It's very important. So is there anything the on the lighter side that you'd and everything like to else that about? came along with it? Right. You didn't hear about the it's cloud the act, right? World. No, but <laughs> go sit over on Fosta updates and read about it. It's just as depressing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I mean, it just doesn't I, end. Honestly, they put that through right after Fosta. If mm. I read anything else after You're going to get pissed. Just, uh, I'm going to get more angry and, you know, I'm just seeing just so much ugliness in this lifestyle mm-hmm. that I know what's occurring. And from being around for so long, I know what's occurring to some women right now. And I've always been a champion for women, even when I was a little girl. I always stood up for, you know, the girls that were bullied and, you know, underdogs and whatnot. So I can't go read one more thing because I've learned so much tonight from you that I, I wasn't aware of. <laughs> that I'm, Maybe tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Do it when you're in a little bit better mood. <laughs> I know, but right? don't eat first. <laughs> Is there anything fun you would like to ask me? Like, now that we've talked about the ugly FOSTA, SESTA stuff, is there anything fun you'd well, like do you to love what you love what you do, right? I do. I do. I love what I do. I've always loved the sex industry, any part that I've been involved in. And, um... I'm just a naturally sort of alpha dominant woman 
no, I can rub people wrong sometimes because I'm so straightforward. But mm-hmm. this is who I am. I love what I do. I live the lifestyle. I have, you know, you've heard me talk about my female-led relationship and my live-in. It's just who I am, so I do love it. Yep. I love all aspects of it. I mean, I get to go play at Wicked Playground. That's my home base dungeon. I get to play there anytime I want. Get to go to Exotica and meet all kinds of wonderful people and and play there. And um, the financial freedom is great. The scheduling freedom is great. So I do. I love it very much. I've done other things in my life. I once had a very large corporation. But nine to five is not for me. I think a lot of people in this industry, nine to five is just not for them. Exactly. They've done it or and they just I know. know that for a fact. Right. Yeah. So, so is there anything you need to earlier. say before we go? Because I've got to get to a couple more people who are still here. Is there anything you want to say? No. I wanted to mostly emphasize about Foster and Sesta and, and let people know, you know, the ugliness about some of the women are going being forced into the streets. I wanted to speak exactly. to that. But other than that, um, I think I'm pretty good for now. I'll call in another time, but I appreciate you. You betcha, Kai, me. anytime you want. <laughs> Alrighty. Hey, and thanks for the uh, the connection with the Kinky Magazine. That was pretty awesome. No problem. I'm happy to do it. <laughs> We're glad okay, to have you on board. Wonderful. Thank you. Have a, yourself a wonderful night. Thank you. Bye, Mr. Sky. <laughs> You're welcome. So, okay, so we're going to try really quickly with our shy little person. We'll see if we can get shy little person to wake up. Hello, shy little person. Are you going to talk to us now? Hello. <laughs> You're in bed with Dr. Sue. Hello. I'm sorry, but that person is cracking me up. I don't know who it is, but if you're eating, enjoy what you're eating. Okay. <laughs> Hello. You're on Hello. In bed with Dr. Sue. Hello. 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 Who's this? Hi. This is uh, Comtesse Aurora LaBelle. Hello, Comtesse Aurora. How are you? I'm exhausted. <laughs> I am um, based in New York City, and I just came from the International Sex Workers Day rally. And oh, it bless. Was one... How'd it go? Okay. So after all of the talk about how apathetic and broken people are, I just thought some good news would be welcome because this was <gasps> yes. the most amazing experience. It was just we had probably over 100 people marching from um, outside the Stonewall Inn into Washington Square Park in Lower Manhattan with chants, screams of uh, hey, hey, ho, ho, Sesta Fossa got to go, reverberating through the streets of New York City, bystanders asking us, what is this? What are you protesting? And nodding and saying, good for you. When we explained, we had cameras, we had the media, we had someone running for elected office, we had someone running for Congress explicitly running against 
SESTA and FOSTA, running, I believe, against one of the authors of FOSTA, uh, Siraj Patel, in case anybody needs yes, to know. Yes, please um, put the name out. Siraj Patel, this is, Siraj do we know what Patel, uh, running, uh, district he's in? District is Astoria, um, which is in, it covers a lot of neighborhoods, but, and my, my New York 12. That's that's what uh, what position he's running for, and he's running against uh, Maloney, I believe, who was one of the authors of FOSTA. It was the most incredible experience, and one of the most amazing parts of it was that there were so many different kinds of sex workers together. And I'm, you've been doing this a while, um, and I'm sure a lot of people listening have been experienced. So we know that the sex worker community has been fractured in the past. There's been issues with people feeling threatened by, let's say, you know, um, escorts wanting to offer kinky services or doms offering full service and people going, well, hey, no, that's, you're, you're messing with the business, stop. And so people form these animosities. But today, everybody just came together. There were escorts. There were full-service sex workers. There were cam workers. There were dominatrices. There were, um, there were dancers. Oh, it was incredible. It was incredible. And we had allies there as well. We had lawyers. We had social workers. We had the media, as I said. It was, ugh. So I just, I thought you would like to hear I, about I, that point of brilliance in this day. Yes. That's fantastic after hearing what happened in Oakland. So I, this, is, this yes. is how it's done, you guys. This is what we need to be yes. doing more of, getting yes. together and showing them that they're wrong. You can't do yes. this unless we all come together. Yes. Also, I wanted to say, um, I know that not everyone is going to have this experience because, you know, my, my experience is in New York City, which is a liberal bastion for the most part, although that's not ubiquitous in the city. I have had the opportunity to speak to political groups and democratic reform clubs, for example, that are not centered around the issue of sex work, and they did not know what SESTA and FOSTA was. I explain oh it to them. I explain, I explain just what the bill says. And immediately mm-hmm. they go, oh, that's terrible. Oh, who thought that was a good idea? So there are people who are potentially our supporters who don't know what this issue is. And I know it's exhausting to be, to be educating people constantly. But, you know, I'm talking like religious you know, people from a fairly religious community who are soccer mm-hmm. moms going, oh, that's terrible. No, that bill's not going to help anybody. Anybody can see that. There are, pe- there are allies everywhere where you wouldn't expect. And if we can just muster a little more energy, I know it's, I know, I know it's, it's ridiculous to say because how much energy are we already putting out? No, I get it, though. But, You're right. Yes. You're and, right. and I am the first to say that um, I – I'm very privileged. I have a lot of support. I have another job, um, a non-sex work-related job. So I have mm-hmm. other options, and not everyone has that. So I am making That's it right. a point to put my energy into this because I have the extra energy. So if you don't have the extra energy, 
I guess I just want to say hang in there because there are people fighting tooth and nail for you. And if you do have the extra energy, well, we need you. Let's work together. Totally. (laughs) Hit us all up because we're out here fighting for you. Come Tessa, do you, you, you enjoy what you do, right? I love what I do. I, so after, after I graduated college, I was trying to pursue music and I was working in catering, which is one of the most abusive and unpleasant industries ever. I can tell you there are, there are very good companies that treat their employees well, but abuse in the industry is in the um, catering industry in the food service industry is endemic. Mm -hmm. You get your breaks taken away. You get your tips stolen. You get your pay docked. Um, People will who people who can't advocate for themselves because they don't speak English very well or because they are a little slower or because they're not well educated. They get taken advantage of right and left uh, sexual harassment everywhere. And I I was dying. Like (laughs) I couldn't handle it. And I found a Craigslist ad for a foot worship party and I loved it. Oh, Oh, cool. And foot worship is my jam. I mean, oh, I, that's, that's my thing, you know, that and floggers. Um, but <laughs> it, was, it was magic. I, and I discovered, and my partner is just giving me a foot massage as I'm talking to you because he's a wonderful person. <laughs> <laughs> that's right there. Right? <laughs> um, and I, it was, it, I just learned so much about myself. I became so much more comfortable with my body, with my sexuality. Mm-hmm. It helped me define my boundaries. It helped me see all the different ways in which other people can try to enforce their boundaries, what it looks like when somebody is not having success at enforcing their boundaries or when somebody is not respecting someone else's boundaries. I mean, mm-hmm. I've seen articles going around saying, if you want to talk to an expert on consent, talk to a sex worker. I think it's true. Um, that is very true. If, if, if there could be anything as such thing as an expert, you know, but um, yeah. So I, I love what I do. I love it. Um, and yes, I love doing other things as well, but that doesn't, mid, that doesn't lessen sex work in my life or what it's given me. Absolutely. Come Tessa, where can like okay, so you're on Twitter. Are you have you got like is Twitter is where you're doing your activism? Uh, for the most part, um, I for whatever reason I drive with the platform. So yes. Okay, no, I do too. So. Okay, <laughs> Absolutely. Cool. So that's good. So yes. so what is your Twitter handle so people can keep in touch with you? Everybody knows mine, but what is what's yours? Comtess underscore Aurora. So come test like C-O-M-T-E-S-S-E underscore Aurora like the Aurora Borealis. Perfect. Well, is there anything else you want to say? I love you all. There is so much love in the world. Please keep fighting. If If you are flagging on energy, take care of yourself. If you have the extra energy, hit me up because let's work together. And I'm, I am organizing a sex workers meetup on June 13th. And if you contact me on Twitter, I will give you the address. Please come join us. Beautiful. So be sure. I'm going to make sure that all that information is put out as well. So you don't need to worry about oh, it. I got it you. all here. 
Everybody, you. you want to check it out, you can check out mine. I'll make sure everybody knows where to go. This is awesome. Thank you so much, Comtesse. I really appreciate you. Thank you. Calling us and letting us know how you feel, and thank you for that update from New York. That is, uh, words cannot express. It was, it's fantastic. It was perfect. It was, it was a moment of perfection in this horrible, horrible thing. With no cops bugging, so. nothing. I mean, there a few police officers quietly observing, not approaching us, keeping their distance. It was actually very comforting and appropriate, and I appreciated oh, their lovely. conduct and their lack engagement. So thank, thank you to the officers fantastic. who behaved in that way. Yes. Fabulous. Thank you, darling. Yeah. Thank you. Take care. All right, shall, shall I try the shall I, shall we try to wake the sleeping person, the eating person? Hello, you're on in bed with Doctor Sue. Hello. <laughs> I don't know who it is. I wish someone would tell me who it is because. <laughs> Cracking me up. Okay. This lovely caller who has been the last caller in the queue, I love you for hanging on for so long. We are going to get to you right now. Hello. You are on In Bed with Dr. Sue. Who am I speaking with? Is it me? It's you. Okay, because I've been trying to figure this out the whole time. (laughs) No, no, you've been doing Um, fine. Who am I speaking with? This is Mistress Gambit. Bless you, honey bun. Thank you for calling in. Oh, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> you are absolutely fabulous. So let's let's have a little chit chat, you and I, Mistress Gambit. How mm-hmm. long have you been doing this? Eighteen years. Long time. Off and on. I had other jobs, but um, eighteen years. <laughs> So you know your way around the clock, and and is anybody putting a gun to your head? Oh no, not at all. Um, do you love what you do? It's always been my choice. I love what I do. Um, I just wanted to 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 tell everyone out there. Sorry, I'm still really nervous, and I'm still stuttering and stuff. They have you're not stuttering, baby. You sound great. You oh, are you. doing great. <laughs> so. I have high-functioning autism or Asperger's, depending upon what you want to say, ADHD, OCD, PTSD. So I have a whole lot of stuff um, that's going on. Regular work, I was always treated like crap. Um, She had just said catering. I did that for years. It was food service. I was a nurse for years, always treated like crap. Sex work has given me the voice that I never had. You get picked on and you get bullied all the way through growing up, and then you go into the real world and you're naive and you don't know anything and everything's confusing and people are always approaching you and you get taken advantage of. And I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful for sex work because it gave me the opportunity to set up boundaries and to tell people no when I didn't want to do something. I've had a lot of horrible things still happen to me, but I'm so thankful that I stuck with it and 
I'm capable and I'm fully, fully able to set these boundaries and to tell people when things are okay and when they're not. Whereas if I was still working in food service or if I was still being a nurse, I'd be getting treated like shit. I, I know that because I put so much time into that stuff. And it's just been super wonderful. Um, I forgot what else I was going to say. <laughs> well, let's, how, okay, so would you not find, because you're now in domination, do you not find that domination in and of itself has helped your self-esteem? Like it's given you that boost? Mm, I think just being in sex work, not just being in domination, gave me it. It gave me the the drive to speak up. So when I first got into this industry, I really didn't know what I was doing, and like I said, I got taken advantage of, and you know, I got hurt, and things happened, and I put myself in stupid situations because I just didn't know, but you know, working in in sex work and having the ability to say, you know what, I don't even fucking want your money. You're not worth it because you're treating me like crap. That sex work allowed me to do that. Um, Whereas when I was in food service and, you know, your boss throws stuff at you or customers grab you or people, you know, do stupid things, you can't say anything. So when I went and and left regular work and started working sex work, it, it gave me the opportunity to speak up. And well, like when, when, when you have Asperger's or high-functioning autism, it's so hard. You don't have a voice. You just go along with what people are telling you to do because you're unable to function. And it just makes mm-hmm. everything that much harder because you're terrified of speaking up. And a lot of the time you're so stressed and so worried you can't you can't even say anything but sex work you know like I would have in the very beginning I had other women and security and my managers and strip clubs saying like don't put up with any shit if you don't want to do it say no and that's it if you have any problems Mm -hmm. you say something and you don't have to put up with it and it, it was so empowering so empowering to be you know 18 and having been treated like crap in, in all the restaurants that I had worked at and, you know, being subjected to just crap conditions. When I went to the strip mm-hmm. club, I was like, God, you mean I have the right to say no? Like I have the right to not let people treat me worse than dog shit. And they're like, no, yeah. honey, never. And I was just like, oh, that's amazing. It's amazing. And, you know, going through and, all the different types of sex work that I've done, and um, it, it's just been so helpful. It's been amazing. I really, really am thankful for it. I'm thankful for the opportunity. I'm thankful for the freedom. Um, you know, you have problems when when you're autistic. You have panic attacks. You have anxiety. You have hives. You have insomnia. You have meltdowns. And if I had a regular job and I called them and said, hey, I had a meltdown yesterday, like I'm just completely, I have no energy, or I had insomnia, I haven't slept for two days, and they're like, well, fuck you, or you don't have a job. Where was right. sex work? <laughs> I'm always going to have a job. And if I can't work, then I just, hey, I can't, I'm not available today, but I can handle it tomorrow. 
you know, oh, okay, no problem. You know, it's it's just yep. so much easier. It's less stress on you, which means that you can function better because you don't yes. do well with autism and stress or PTSD and stress, obviously. Yeah, it's um, it's just interacting with people is just so hard. It's It's nice when you are able to say, okay, today I can't deal with this or today I can't deal with five people. Today I can only deal with two people and I make these rules and they're my rules and I stick by them and it, it's it's good because I can still continue to make money even if I'm having a hard time. Um, I've had times where for weeks or months I haven't been able to work um, mentally, but then I have, I, in the past, I had excellent regulars. Oh, okay, I totally understand you're not going to be at work, you know, for the next couple of weeks. Like, hey, would you like me to take you out to lunch? Oh, my God, okay, yes, I can, I can handle that today. I can do that today, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just been it's just been amazing. It's really been. I know I keep saying amazing, but it's just one of the no, it's one fine. Of the You're doing really, I'm really super well. Super glad. I'm just really. I glad think you're doing that, amazing. Um, Honestly, Mistress, you are doing very, you. very well. well you're too you. worried. <laughs> <laughs> I think that comes with the territory. <laughs> I know. No, you're doing very, very well. So, but so, would would you like to say something to the masses in general? Um, I can't really think of anything in particular except for after what the last caller said I need to move my ass to New York City (laughs) (laughs) there you go clearly they love you better there God didn't do well in Oakland oh well what are you going to do well thank you so much for calling in I think it's intensely brave of you to do so so thank you very much for doing this Thank you so much for having me. Uh, I found you on Twitter. I just want to put this out there because of FOSTA and SESTA and your notifications and you being so generous with all of that very, very, very valuable information. Um, And I was just cutting everything loose. I was doing real life. And then I just switched over to online when everything Mm -hmm. happened. But I really, really appreciate you sharing all the information that you did. Um, I tried no, to retweet as much I as try. possible because <laughs> that information is gold. No, you got to be careful these days. That's for darn sure. So thank you so mm-hmm. much, Sweet Pea, for calling in. You did an amazing job. Thank you so much. Um, when this ends, will I still be able to hear? You betcha. Do you want me? I'll just. You know what I'm going to oh, do? Stay okay. on the phone, and I'll leave you on hold. You can listen that way. It's um, okay. it's not going to be too much oh. longer. So you're good. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Thank you okay. so much, Sue. I really appreciate it. You're very welcome, sweetheart. Mm-hmm. So, guys, Mistress Gambit was our last caller, except our little shy little caller. Do you want me to try shy little caller? I mean, we have time. I'll try shy little caller again. <laughs> Let's see what they're eating or, or preparing. Hello, you're am on I, in bed with Dr. Sue. Am I on Hello? in bed with Dr. Sue? Am I on in bed with Dr. Sue? Get out. Who is this? Because we've been trying to talk to you all night. <laughs> you mean I'm in bed with Dr. Sue? You mean that was you me? you in bed with Dr. Sue? Oh, holy shit. Oh, man. <laughs> Who the hell wow. is this? 
Oh, Living Dead Hooker. Happy Whore's Day. Happy International oh, Whore's yes. Day. Fucking <laughs> right. Damn. Yes. Thank you, Charlie. Trying to work talk to you all Thank night. you, everybody. I did not know. I don't. I didn't like have a. I thought I was supposed to push a one. <laughs> no, um, no. You've been. We've been going hello. So we've been listening to you eating, and we've been listening to. You. Like, yeah, yeah, I've been eating. <laughs> I, I did everything. I was on the computer. I've been, I've been making myself real busy oh waiting for God. something. This is fucking hysterical. I'm glad you said well, hi. I, we finally got to talk to you. Well, I pushed the one. I said, well, by now, this is the last <laughs> call. I didn't want to be up front there. I, I don't like to stand up front and be the first one. <laughs> Happy introduction. So everybody. I'm okay, a whore. Tell I'm everybody a human. I'm a human. I'm a whore. You're living dead hooker. <laughs> <laughs> I love this woman. Oh my God, she's part of our little behind-the-scenes group of all of us trying to keep all the information running and doing everything we fucking can. And we're all losing our mind in the I, process. By the way, I have been. Uh, I'm a lifer. I call myself a lifer because uh, I was. Uh, one of those that was raised by some parents and got thrown out. I was homeless. Uh, it was shot. You want me to launch off into my little thing here? Do whatever you want, darling. It's your floor. Well, all the modalities of sex work, I've been through every single one of them. Worked whorehouses, ran whorehouses. Um, so I, I have uh, 41 years of experience. I do want to tell everybody this because I know there's a lot of young ones that think, oh, I'm young and cute, and uh, I can be, you know, the best escort ever, okay? Well, mm-hmm. I've, I've gone through all those emotional, egotistical, all that stuff when I was younger. Because I started at 17. I turned my first mm-hmm. trick at 17. 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, you know, I'm all through there. And then by the time you, hit, you get in your 40s, you're wondering how long it can last. Well, <laughs> Take it from the living dead hooker. I'm in my 50s, and it's going strong. I had a client today. You, it doesn't ever have to end. Each no. chapter of each modality of this sex work industry has uh, benefits and uh, has a lot to offer, each single one. That's why I do like the idea of all of us getting together. You know, the doms, uh, I've had dungeons and stuff, but all of us together mm-hmm. – we can be strong, and we can do this. And I'm even, in my head, I want to include wives. Oh, this is my my little diabolical thing. I want to include the wives. and the, I want to include all women. And I want them to all know that if you're tickling dick, is what I call it. And I know you've seen so much. You're tickling dick. <laughs> you're a sex worker. That's what I call it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I say sex is work. You know they need to think about it. They're, I mean, because I've done I've done the marriage thing too. When you, uh, when uh, you know one has to um, tend to unwanted dick, you know, in the middle of the night just to keep the roof over your head. Well, that's a sex worker. I mean, you're you're doing this sex stuff to get what you want. You you want that roof. You want that bills paid. Listen to this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My cat, <is> the sapphire. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anyway, they're sex Yeah, workers. I figured you'd That's have a little pussy walking, wandering around there. It makes sense. <laughs> Do you hear her? She's going crazy for some reason. Mm-hmm. Anyways, and uh, so all these women, and uh, so I don't like the whole, you know, 
I call them the legal whores, the illegal. They dubbed, they dubbed us illegal whores to control us. I don't like mm-hmm. it. You know, I did sign the petition. I realized we didn't have enough people. There's so many girls that are still scared. Yeah. You know, there's a lot scared. of fear. They don't, stigma keeps them down. You know, yep. Stigma, the, it, it just, you know, it, it about kills them. I mean, it about kills me a few times, too. Except because the thing is, with sex work, it has made me strong, confident, um, uh, especially considering the way I was raised. I have done a whole 360 of learning self-love. Uh, it's tremendous what sex work has done for me. No, I'm not coerced. I, d- I did uh, when I was younger, even when I was younger, when I turned my first trick. <laughs> well, let's just say, and when I was 13, I made my boyfriend fuck me. So it, sex and dick has never, <laughs> ever been like... I've never been scared of it. I can handle men. Like, I mean, this is my chosen field. I can do other things, I, and I do have other degrees. I'm not getting into all that, though. Sex work, and that's just it. Everywhere I go, you know, when I, whether I'm a nurse or I'm working in the office, men, I, I mean, I mean, I still have to deal with dick. I mean, I still have to yep. deal with how they treat the woman, the feminine, the... Mm-hmm. And uh, they they need trained, and I want to tell anybody who's listening out there, I'm a whore, I'm a human, and I want option number three, instead of just dating, marriage, I want sex work in there too for us to be able to choose from, to be able to handle our femininity. And, you know, I, know, I realize the guys are in on this too, girls, ladies, uh, everybody. I don't know. What else? Ask me something. <laughs> it's freedom. <laughs> freedom, baby. <laughs> it is freedom. It is very much freedom. It is. Absolutely. It's freedom There's in between a lot of freedom is what I always call it. <laughs> there is. Good? I was, I said, being married, I was married 10, I, 10 years with one of those husbands of mine, and it was like uh, on call 24-7, tending to dick. Well, now, you know, with my sex work, <laughs> it, is, it is, I have all this freedom in between dicks. So I and I and it is a personal choice and I love it. It fits me, suits me perfectly. I'm not ashamed. I don't know how it suits you perfectly. <laughs> it suits me perfectly, baby. <laughs> I can go anywhere. <laughs> Even my age right now, I can go anywhere and eyeball someone. And I know uh, well, <laughs> we were talking about uh, what is freestyling. I go up from my car <laughs> to the gas station in there, pay for my gas, and I can pay. I can. Play, I can I can catch a trick just like that. I mean, that's just, that's just me, though. Because <laughs> I'm not afraid. I have no fear yeah, of yeah. men. I have not. Right. <laughs> it's just simple oh, and easy can't. for you. Yeah, it just came easy. So, And it should be a choice. I you know whether the laws or they're not like they want to. Look, I've been dodging these and pl- cops and playing cat and mouse games forever. Mm-hmm. So you know you can put up your laws and all this and that. I'm still, it's not gonna, it's not gonna stop the hooker man, the living dead hooker here. It's not gonna do it. It, it fits <laughs> me perfectly, and I'm really good. <laughs> Is this an advertisement? Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. What, what area are you in? I'm in Orlando. <laughs> okay, keep that in mind. Let Florida, me Florida. Hey, and you know what? I, I've lived, uh, I've lived all over Florida. And this is one ferocious place on the map to be a, to be a whore. So 
you kind of got to be good. <laughs> or because there's, especially South Florida, woo, Tampa. Woo. <laughs> it got some good girls down here. Oh, so you got to be good. Some anyway. Yeah, you got to be, or you're going to, you know, go broke. Where are you from? You sound, you betcha. I'm from anywhere? everywhere. I was born and raised in Detroit, and now I live in Canada. Okay, okay. Are you not that lady that is the ducklings or something like that? Are you familiar with her? No. I don't know okay, with ducklings. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's a real thing. The, the ducklings. We are the ducklings. Anyway, it's a swinger club. Just we are the just ducklings? Things. Oh, I've got to find yeah, out who yeah, this yeah, is. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was Dr. Sue. I'm like, oh, hell no. <laughs> Dr. Sue. Anyways. i got to get a sidekick that's a duckling, obviously. <laughs> hey, listen, everybody listening, sex work is not... I don't know what they they portray this stuff on the TV like it's bad, and that's all for control, control, control of the uh, control of the vagina, control of the vagina. I was that's why okay. I went to that sex trafficking. There was a sex trafficking um, uh, what the hell what weekend here in Orlando. I went over there and I made a beeline for the top agent, <laughs> sex trafficking agent. And I went in there. I kept telling him he he stinks. We don't like our job. He thinks we're all just, we, he could not believe I love my job. I said, you Yeah, they don't get it. Understand. That's I, the thing, they don't yeah, get you, it. Yeah, you don't get it. I will, just because of it, and I kept saying to him, just because I was born with a vagina, I can't remember the other. Just because I was born with a vagina, I've got all this stuff, I've got all these laws and rules and regulations. And you act like this, you be a good girl, it's, or, you know, or, or this, or this, or this. Not these laws. You know, so if I had penis, it'd been different though. They mm-hmm. wouldn't treat the, anyway, whatever. No, they would never do that. Nope, <laughs> not no. in a million. Not in a million. Because we want our, we are equal. Now we just gotta take it. We gotta, we're gonna have to take it. They're not gonna give it to us. They've been no, nope. you know, the men. They're not gonna give it to us. We're gonna have to speak nope. up. We're gonna have to take it. Because those motherfuckers aren't going to give it to us. They have the whole, it's penis-driven everything. It's a whole, they got the world, except <laughs> we're speaking up. <laughs> we're, we're getting a little mouthy. <laughs> That's the thing. And once we get mouthy, they slap, they slap us down. But the trick is, if we still come together get and get even up, louder. Baby. Yeah, get back up. You and see the tipping up. point with Me Too. You see that with the Me Too movement. So yes, we're yes, coming yes. for you, mm-hmm. and they don't like it. So get over I it. I know. It it's we're not putting like up with your bullshit no more. We're shining light on their bad behavior. Do you realize right. most of these managers, anybody I've ever had a real job with, all those managers got me alone at one port or another and got a blowjob out of me. I mean, each one, because I was raised submissive by a submissive woman, and I watched, so I didn't know any strong women. Right. Now, so I made a very good whore when I was younger, being young and silly like that, and trained to be obedient. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why I'm saying this, except then now that us women are not, we're not being the obedient little girls, the good little girls. That's right. We know, we know, that's bullshit. We're getting run over. <laughs> and it's time True. for equality. That means it... Uh, Am I on a box right now? My soapbox. Move That's over. okay. Box. You stay on your box. It's perfectly fine. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to get me arguing with you. 
<laughs> I'm a whore. I'm no, a you are absolutely correct. <laughs> well, I have a good time. <laughs> I do have a good time. And I that's do. all that matters. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> so is there anything else you want to say before we cut this down? Because uh, we're running out of time. <laughs> no, I, I was just really, I'm sorry it was me that you were hollering at. I'm sorry. I was just like, I thought I was supposed to I'm push so the glad button. you finally said hello. <laughs> no. Well, I'm so proud of all of us for uh, International Sex Worker Day or International Whore Day. I prefer the word whore because I, I like Everybody to swear does. a lot. Yeah, I like I like I like the it it feels more intense. I feel it more in my bones. <laughs> it's more in your face too. Yeah, it's more in your face. <laughs> no, I do betcha. like it. Thank you so much. I'm gonna let you go. Early you early. are magical. <laughs> thank you so much and I will see you behind the scenes. Ooh. Thank you, honey. Ooh. Sweet pea. I like that word sweet pea. I use that word, you know. <laughs> You bet. <laughs> well, that's what you are. <laughs> Thanks, darling. Okay. But, hey, bye. So, guys, well, I have to wrap it up, unfortunately, because what happens at the two-hour mark is blog talk will just shut us off. So um, I'm really proud of you guys for calling in. Thank you so much, everybody who called in. This has been absolutely amazing. I think people need to hear this. Um, I think people need to understand, one, most of your general public does not know about FOSTA-SESTA at all. Educate everyone you can. Anybody you're talking to, tell them what's happening. Tell them what's going on behind the scenes. The more we educate the general public, the more we have people on our side because, again, education takes away from fear. So be sure to tune in Tuesday, June the 19th, when my guests are going to be the unpredictable and always fantastically delightful mistress, Mia Dark, will be joining us. And she's going to be returning to the show along with Master Blackrod, and we'll be hitting a very touchy subject, race play or racism. When does race play cross the line into racism? Do symbols such as white women wearing the ace of spades to denote her love of black cock just push the extremely racist spade moniker to describe a black male further into society in a negative way? Or does engaging in race play when you are a person of color, are you selling out your race? We're hitting the hard questions that day. We are. We said we would do it on Mia's show the last time she was on, and we're going to hit her hard. So be sure to tune in Tuesday, June 19th at 10 o'clock. And I'm going to say really quickly hello to my sweet Diaval and hello to Dalen. And I believe Miss Kitty Divine wanted to say very quickly, one thing I forgot to say is that you meet some fabulous people through sex work. Without it, I wouldn't have met Dr. Sue. She's lovely. I love Kitty. She's so sweet. Um, Belladonna and Jammy Bitch, who's Julia, and all kinds of other amazing women. So she's very happy about that. So in the meantime... Be sure to be safe, be kind, and most of all, be happy. And as a final note, to ensure your future happiness, I just want you to know that someone has created liquor-infused ice cream. So visit the Tipsy Scoop when you're in New York City. (laughs) Man, I got to (laughs) go. To the Tipsy Scoop, that is. 
See you guys. I love you. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.